Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor helping people to live positively with the challenges of life. I've had rheumatoid arthritis from my jaw to my toes since the age of five. That's 45 years now, and in that time I've had four hips, four knees, and two shoulders replaced, which makes me sound like a spider, and I've been hospitalized about 40 times. I also stand about five foot one, uh, hence the nickname Too Tall, and that's due to the heavy daily doses of the steroid prednisone that I had to take to fight my arthritis. Despite those physical challenges, I'm well known for always answering amazing when asked how I am doing. You can find out more about me and this uh, radio interview at my website, Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L dot com. My guest today is the amazing Paul Hatcher, my friend, uh, Chino, you better real name, Uriel Martinez at the Napoleon Hill World Learning Center, contacted me and said, this is a guy you're going to want to interview. Paul is arguably the greatest retailer of automobiles in the United States today. He's been selling cars for over 24 years and has been employed by Lithia Motors, the nation's fifth largest publicly held automotive dealer group in the nation for the past 12 years. During his tenure with Lithia Motors, he has operated six dealerships, trained thousands of salespeople and service personnel, and has retailed a documented total of over 48,000 vehicles in that time. He's been called by his peers the greatest retailer they have ever seen and has won numerous industry awards for new and used sales volume and customer satisfaction. He has been twice honored with the prestigious Founders Cup Award, which is Lithia Motors' highest honor, and on April 6th of this year, he published his first book released by a take publishing titled The Easiest Job in the World. Paul currently lives in San Angelo, Texas, with his wife of 26 years, Denise, and two boys, Nicholas and Marcus, and manages three dealerships with a total of approximately 300 employees for Lithia. Welcome to the show today, Paul. Oh, Tom, I'm so honored and pleased to be with you this afternoon. I'm just, I'm so excited. I, I feel amazing. I love it. It's rubbing off. It's rubbing off. And so yes, when I first read read about you and Chino contacted me and I was looking you up and I was thinking, wow, this guy's done a lot. Why does he need to add Napoleon Hill, leader, certified instructor to his resume? And so I was like, wow. Uh, so I'm in the car business. I just got in it this year in January, uh, selling Hondas here, and so we're going to have a great discussion. Tell me how you got started in the business, because 24, over 24 years in the business is a long time in any business. Well, I can tell you, it's, it's, uh, it's been a long time, but it seems like it was just yesterday, and today it's just me and you, a couple of car guys talking to the world out there, just a couple of uh, car guys. You're a Honda guy, and I'm a Honda guy. I run a Honda dealership. But uh, in 1990, I had just got out of the military. I was, uh, I was in the Army, and uh, my wife was pregnant. I had no education, no background, no nothing. I was out here in a place. I didn't know anybody or anything, and I just, my wife called me one day, and she said, hey, there's an opportunity at the local car dealership. They're interviewing for people. Why don't you go on in? You need a job. You've got to figure out what you're going to do with your life. 
and uh, I just happened to come into the dealership, uh, got an interview, and uh, 24 years ago now I landed the job, and uh, I call it the easiest job in the world um, because I believe that truly, and that's what my book is all about as well. It's the easiest job in the world, and quite frankly, um, I've achieved a lot of success because of this industry. It's just that great of an industry, and I'm so proud that you are now a part of it. And uh, I also saw one of your blogs where you said that, you know, you just you wanted to work with people. You had been all around, and you've kind of been doing things electronically and by phone, but that one-on-one experience is just something that you wanted. And uh, and I can tell you, working with people is, is great. I mean, it, you get to meet so many folks. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It is, and um, Toronto and Canada is one of the most culturally diverse cities in the planet. And as you know, when you work retail, you get to meet all kinds of people. And I love seeing people, and I love different people. You learn so much, and so it is the right place to be if you're in the people business. And so now... Uh, you may have noticed I also interviewed Joe Gerard, the world's greatest salesman, Guinness Book of Records, and it's been debated by a few people I work with who are sales pros uh, whether that is possible, his numbers, uh, in this day and age. Uh, I don't know if that's a loser's limp or if it's just different market at a different time and a different uh, way of doing business. Uh Talk about maybe uh, some of the journey you've traveled in the business, the highs and the lows, uh, the difference in business over 24 years, and whether you think uh, maybe some of those sales records by Joe Gerard, are they even possible to attain? Well, well, Tom, let me just say this. First off, your interview with him was amazing, and uh, the things, the insight that you gleaned from him was incredible. I I was mesmerized when I listened to your to your interview with him, and I, I just I have to tell you, the things that he shared, they were they were sensational. I, I want to say this: uh, one of the things that was so interesting about his interview is he said that he achieved these great things, uh, and basically it was in the hardest industry, the toughest industry. Those were his words: the toughest job in the world. And I I kind of chuckled when I heard that because. He went on to say, you asked him, how did you do it? People want to know. How were you able to sell that many cars to that many people in that time frame? And he went on to say, well, I just simply was sincere, and I made a friend, and I even got on my knees and begged at some <laughs> point. That's what he said. Yeah. And I was, I was just blown away because he said so much, and it's such a – the things he was saying, I don't even think he realized – the power of what he was saying. What he was saying was, this is an easy job. And what people have to understand, I found out after 24 years, we're we're serving folks. People need cars. And most, our industry has been just distraught with bad people, with people that have given us bad reputations and people that have said negative things and, and have just taken our industry down a path, quite frankly, that I'm not comfortable with. Hence the reason why I wrote a book. And I'm also uh, going to be, I've also put in my information to speak at NADA for 2015 in San Francisco. I'm not selected yet, but hopefully, God willing, I'll be selected because I want to get across to folks that we can transform this industry. And people's thoughts and and their ideas about what we do uh, has got to change. And it's up to us to change those things. But 
But back to what Joe was saying, it was so powerful because he begged people to buy cars. And I remember when I first started selling, I was trained a little bit, but I really wasn't 100% sure of what I was doing. So what did I do? I went out and I made friends. And if you know about Napoleon Hill and his teachings, then we all know about the 17 principles of success. And those 17 principles are so critical to uh, everything that we do, no matter what our career is, no matter what our life is, no matter what our job is or anything. But here's what we know. We know that step five in the 17 principles of success is pleasing personality. And if you have a pleasing personality and you apply that principle to your life, then people will come to you if they feel that sincerity and the, the things that go with pleasing personality, those character traits that are so critical to success in any line of work, if you utilize those things and you put those things into your character and you put them into practice, then you will have success in your job. And if it's in the car business, then you can have tremendous success. Now, you asked me about highs and lows, and I will tell you I've had some lows. I mean, I've had a few terrific things happen, but there have been some downtimes. I, I uh, remember a couple promotions. I was promoted, and, uh, you know, you had people you work for, and there was one gentleman that no matter what I did, everything I did was wrong, and he just kept me down. And I ended up having to leave that particular dealership, and I felt so horrible uh, those, few, those few months. But I was able to bounce back because I was introduced to Napoleon Hill. And I give Dr. Hill so much credit uh, because of the things that he's, his teachings helped me um, learn and understand and helped me get through some of the tough times and, and learn from the adversity, learn from the defeat, uh, the same things that you've been through physically. Uh, some of the things in my career, uh, obviously I can't compare the two because it's so different in some ways, but anytime you're having to overcome adversity, you're having to overcome defeat and you think that you can't go on or, or just you're up against it and you just can't, continue to make it, that's when those principles really hit home. And if you, if you study those things and you take those in and you learn them and you really um, believe, uh, there's, anything you can, there's nothing you can't overcome. You are a great example of that. You, know, you, you have overcome so much in your life, and I'm just so proud to be sitting here talking to you. But, but I've been through some highs and lows. But the highs have outweighed the lows so, so much. I've got to meet some incredible people in this industry, um, had some incredible success, and, uh, and at the same time, um, just I'm so fired up about my new book because I'm just so excited about transforming this industry and, and changing some of the real things that just, you know, those old, you know, those old perceptions, those old paradigms of how people view us. Uh, yeah. I just want to get those changed. It's so critical. So I hope I answered your question there. Amazing, amazing. And when I saw the title of your book, I thought, wow, like, Think and Grow Rich. A lot of Think and Grow Rich is the title. The <laughs> title, and you know the story. We both know the story. Maybe not everyone does, but, you know, the publisher was going to call it some ridiculous name, uh, Use Your Noodle to Get the Boodle. And uh, Napoleon Hill went to bed saying to his subconscious, please come up with a better name. So the easiest job in the world, or what is it called? The easiest job in the world. Yeah, you like that's a saying. That's easy to remember. 
powerful website. And so when I saw the name, it was like, wow, bingo, first step, got the name really cool. So, Paul, you were talking about something that, uh, a few things that really sparked my interest. One, uh, pleasing personality. Uh, not only that, pleasing personality when people come to the dealership, but my concept or idea behind it is if I go out and serve my local community, Rotary Club, Chamber of Commerce, speak for free, I want people to feel compelled to come see me uh, before they even get to the dealership. They, you know, Next time they buy a car, I want them thinking, geez, I know Tom, and I, I owe it to him to at least go and see what he has. And with a pleasing personality, serving, giving, helping others, you can build a relationship where they're like, well, we got to give Tom a chance. And so I like that one. It brings them to you before they even get to the dealership. And another, so here's an interesting question, hard question maybe, but I think it's right along the line of what you're trying to do win the industry. Is it possible if you're a car salesman to tell the whole truth, be honest, with your customer, uh, I will never say all the time because everybody lies here and there. Uh, my wife works for a criminal defense lawyer, so I learn about lying. Everybody lies. But let's say if you are earnest, Christian perhaps, someone who just really wants to tell the truth. Can you do that as a car salesman in your career? There, there is absolutely no question that you can. And that's, that's what's so beautiful about our industry. You don't have to lie, and especially nowadays. Let's face it, Tom. Everything somebody wants to know about our industry, it's at their fingertips. You know, when I started in the industry 24 years ago, you didn't have all the information that we have today. You know, Mm -hmm. 1990, the Internet and the computers were just really kicking into high gear. Things were starting to happen rapidly. Today, anything somebody wants to know is right online. So you can verify anything I say, whether it has to do with, uh, the car itself, whether it has to do with financing of the car, the, the pricing of the car, all of it now is right online. And it's so exciting because not only is that happening on that side of it, but even on the trade-in side to where people didn't know what their car was worth or they couldn't figure out, you know, there was just so much discrepancy. Now with Kelly Blue Book and NADA and Black Books and all of the different uh, tools people have, it's right there. So the days of a salesman or a car guy walking out there and trying to buffalo a customer or trying to pull the wool over their eyes or trying to say something, those days are gone. And and quite frankly, we are weeding those people out of our industry because if they can't have integrity and they can't have character, they can't work for me. And it's just it's just that simple. When you see somebody who is um, – you know they're they're always covering them their bases, or they're always having to backtrack, or they're not delivering on what they promise, or what we like to say, you know they overpromise and underdeliver instead of overdeliver and underpromise. Those people are getting eliminated out of our business because the business is changing. It is changing rapidly. So if anybody out there says, well, they're just a bunch of liars and crooks and those things, that's really not true. You don't have to lie. You don't have to steal. You don't have to cheat. It's all right there. It's all in the up and up. And that's how I've been able to sell cars for 24 years and doing most of it right here in the same town, in a small town <laughs> uh, of about, about 100,000 people. I, I tell people I started selling cars in 1990, and I was afraid to go into the owner's office. I mean, I was so scared to walk in there. You didn't ever want to be called into the owner's office like being called into the principal's office. And now that office is mine. 
And and those are the things that I've been able to achieve in my career and my life. And I don't say that haughtily or with a, with a prideful spirit. I'm proud about that. But I say that because the point is, in this business, you can accomplish anything. You can move all the way up if you do things the right way, if you have integrity, if you have character, if you are out there amongst the people, like you said, talking to them and visiting with them and having a relationship with them. If you'll do that, whether it's at your church, whether it's at your, you know, the Lions Club, the Rotary Club, the, you know, Boy Scouts, if you're a supporter of any type mm-hmm. of a community effort, a Little League, soccer, uh, football, high school, so many different things, so many different areas. All people have needs, and if we do our jobs properly and we build those relationships, then they're going to come back to us. They're going to buy cars from us. They're going to bring their cars in for service because service is a huge thing. It's not just about selling the car. It's about, I used to say and still do, the sale really doesn't begin until after they drive it off the lot. That's when you can really tell if if it was a good decision by them to buy the car from you because service after the sale is, that's when it all begins, in my opinion. But, um, But those are the things that, when you when you start thinking about the question you asked me, can you be in this business and be honest and upright and have integrity? And the answer is, without question, one hundred percent, yes. I love and I hope, it. I love and again, it. I, I hope I addressed it well. But that's so totally true. And the balance is now in the favor of the buyer. I remember uh, maybe twenty five years ago, one of the things I did was call people from Auto Trader and get them to come in and try and. Um, what is it where you take the car on consignment and try and sell it for them? And as you said, the black book, like it was a little black book, fit in your pocket, only a dealer had it. You look at the number, you look at the guy, and you try and get them down from that. You Now in Canada, canadianblackbook.com. You can find out approximate value. Uh, everything depends on how you drive it, of course, but uh, a lot of it is on the Internet. You you, if you lie, you can be easily caught, and there's a lot of even regulations in Ontario where I live to protect the buyer. And as I always think to myself, you can always walk out. You can always say, uh, let me go home, think about it. You can check anything you want online. If you have an iPad right there while you're sitting with someone, you can check some of the things they say. As you said, it's <laughs> it's available online, and so if someone's lying to you, you can almost always And, you know, know, Tom, I I hate to interrupt you, but you know what's so ironic? In my book, there's a chapter called The Open. And I wrote that that chapter because of what the industry, what we have done to our reputations. And if you go to Amazon.com right now and you type in the word closing sales, you'll have over, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 700,000 titles on how to close a sale, how to make a deal, negotiation, and all those things. Now, think of that word for just a second, close, closing a customer. And we in the car business, we've used that word. I love Zig Ziglar. I have all, uh, so many of Zig Ziglar's videos and tapes, and I went to see him twice before he passed away. Absolutely adored the man. And but yet, he wrote a book called Secrets of Closing the Sale. And unfortunately, there's no secret to closing. We don't want to close a customer. We don't want to go in there. We don't want our family closed on something. No, we, we want we to open wanna, it. Exactly. We don't want a door closed. But 
the vernacular that we've come up with in the car business is, you know, we close. That's what we do. We're super strong, and we're going to go close customers. And, yeah, we got that payment increased, or we went out there and we got an extra $400 or whatever it is. The, the chapter talks about how we've got to stop using those types of words. We call customers names because they have uh, a little rough credit or they have had a tough time in their life. We, we may, you know, call them bruised or whatever, whatever those words are. We've got to eliminate those things. Those words hurt our relationships. And the things that you're talking about when you're out in the community, does somebody want their mom closed on a car? No. Mm. We want open relationships. We want open deals. We want transparency. We want customers to know, hey, this is a different type of buying experience. We're going to open the doors. We're going to open the relationship. We're going to open the negotiation. This is all transparent. And for us to sit here as car people in this industry and wonder why people feel the way they do about us, it only takes us to look inwardly and say, Look at the words we use. Look at the way we negotiate, the way we talk to our customers. And, and those are the types of things that my, my book teaches people to not use, not use those words. Let's use words that empower. Let's use open. Let's, let's talk about positive words. We know that a positive word will go a lot further than a negative word. And if we can eliminate all the negativity, then we're all going to be better off. We're all going to get better deals. It will be more win-win situations. And that's what, that's what I'm going to talk about when we, if I have the opportunity to speak at the National Automobile Dealers Association in San Francisco because the whole point is never go back to the basics again. That's the title. And, and I want to give some dealers real principles, 10 principles to transform your dealership. And, and, and we just have to get rid of these words that are just, they're sabotaging our relationships with customers, and, and we've got to get rid of them. And that's, mm. that's I think, the road kind of what you're talking about. But, but I, I I'm it. so passionate about that because I, I know that we create our universe by our thoughts and our words and, and our actions. And if we, don't, if we as a, a group of people don't come together to change our industry, then you're going to still get hit with those questions like I do. Well, I can't be in the car business because I have to lie. I can't be in the car business because of the bad reputation. I can't be in the car business because, you know, it's just seedy or, or whatever. That's just not true. Car dealers do more for their communities than any other organizations in their communities. We sponsor all the kids' sports games. We sponsor um, so many different things. We do so much for charities. I've got a couple things going on right now with the American Cancer Society and the Boys Club. Um, my dealerships just had a special program with St. Jude um, Children's Hospital in March. We were able to raise, along with a local dealership, here, a local uh, radio station here in town, we were able to raise over $48,000 for St. Jude in the month of March. Wow. These are the things that car dealers are doing all across the country. But most people look at us and say, Oh, these guys are just a bunch of you know they're just a bunch of crooks or they're a bunch of uh, just they have a bunch of shenanigans they play or they're just a bunch of shysters. We've got to overcome that, and it's up to us to do that. And, and I'm sorry I'm keeping ranting on and on and on, but I I get passionate about this thing because uh, I want to see our industry change, and, and I'm so glad you brought it up because um, we've got a lot to offer and we've got to overcome some of these old paradigms and old thoughts about how dealers are and how salespeople are. That's just mm. not true. We've got to overcome those things. I love it. And uh, 
the never judge. I have heard some of the words used to describe customers, prospects, their finances. This is wrong. This is wrong whether you're in car sales. This is wrong as a person, as a Christian. We, our own, all of our own histories are ups and downs. And mentioning someone by name as a certain type of prospect or finance person, that is just wrong as a person. And, and as you said, if you can clean up an industry where you're getting people talking about people, these are friends. I'd rather say I made a friend today than I closed a sale. And if you can get them talking like it's their friend rather than it's a this or that type of prospect, right there you've given a lot more respect to the industry and to the customer. And uh, so I really, uh, really appreciate that. That's uh, important inside the dealership, one-on-one with other salespeople and finance people. Talk about your customers with respect. Um, And uh, that's just the right thing to do. Uh, in any industry. So I love that you're working on that. That is so important. Now let's talk about your book. I already said I'm wowed by the title, The Easiest Job in the World. Uh, it doesn't always look like the easiest job in the world. There, uh, You don't get always weekends, at least in Ontario. I never get weekends. Work on Saturdays. We're closed on Sundays in Ontario. Uh, I see that guys often have to work on their day off, either a delivery or a sale or anything like that. But uh, tell us about your book, The Easiest Job in the World, and sell me on why it's the easiest job in the world. Well, a couple things. I think, first off, I think it's the easiest job in the world because Lord knows if I can do it, anybody can do it. And if I can, <laughs> achieve, if I can achieve the success that I've achieved in this industry, in this business, then anyone can do it. On my website, worldseasiestjob.com, you can go in there and see actual people that have used my system and the things the book teaches. And, and we're, we're talking about people from all walks of life, Tom. We're talking about people that were, you know, maintenance men making fifteen dollars to $16,000 a year. And now they're making fifteen dollars to $16,000 a month. We're, we're talking about security guards. I've got a prison guard that works for me right now. He never thought he could sell a car ever. And we had an ad in the paper, and he came in. His wife said, come in. And she, he came in after she kind of harassed him to come in and bothered him finally. He said, honey, I can't sell. She said, you need to go in there and check it out. Five years later, this security guard, or prison guard, that was making $36,000 a year is now making, no joke, documented over $300,000 a year selling cars. The guy sells 45 to 50 cars every month following my program, following the things that the book teaches. This is real. These, these folks are in your neighborhoods. They're selling cars. They've made it a career, and they are making money. It, it's incredible the types of money that can be made. They're all over the country, in city after city after city. You know, it's been said that sales, selling cars, has kind of been a secret. People didn't really realize that salesmen, car salesmen, could make that much money. They can, and they're not doing anything wrong. They're going out there, they're meeting a need, they're selling in volume, and they're making a ton of money. This is real. The things that Grant Cardone and Joe Verde and and the, the, the late, great Jackie B. Cooper, some of these gentlemen who have trained have taught men and women to go out and sell cars and make so much money, Tom. There is so much opportunity. 
you did a great interview with Joe Girard. My gosh, if Joe Girard can do it, anybody can do it. He's, he's just a hard-working man. He'd come to work to work, and he'd get it done. And he, did you hear him? He's a millionaire now. He mm-hmm. made a ton of money selling cars. Now, I realize money is not everything. But here's what I found out. When people say, yeah, but I don't get my Saturdays off, and yeah, I, I, you know, I have to come in on my day off and, for an hour and do a delivery, or I have to go prospect, or some of these things, I, I have to spend a little extra time. You know, what I share in my book is this. When you become in the financially independent and you have a lot of money coming in and you're making money and you're not strapped with the burden of finances, what you find is you become more free. You have more free time to do what you need to do and what you want to do. The people that I mentioned to you a little earlier, examples of guys that have made it in this business and that are making incredible amounts of money, do you realize that they take incredible vacations twice, three times a year? Do you realize that they get to spend more great quality time with their family? They're financially free, and they can go and enjoy themselves in exotic places. This year alone, this year alone, I will have the, I will just got back from Hawaii. Um, I am financially free to go wherever I want to go. Last year, I, I had a bucket list, Tom, and I have to share with you. My wife and I have always wanted to travel to Israel, and we wanted to go back to the Holy Land. We wanted to walk in the footsteps of Jesus, mm. and we were, we, were able, we were able to take that trip. I, I took the longest vacation I've ever taken in my career. I took two weeks away. And do you realize it was a lifelong dream? And the reason why I was able to do that is because I'm financially free. I can go out and do the things that I want to do now. The car business affords us those things. Yes, Zig Ziglar said it so well. I do what I have to do now so I can do what I want to do later. And so you have to sacrifice in the short term to be able to have unbelievable freedom in the long term. And that's what so many folks don't understand. If you're working eight to five somewhere, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're only making 12 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, most of the time you're never going to be able to get ahead. I know some college-educated people that can't even get a job that have been struggling. It just blows me away. I just got back from a graduation. And most of those people just spend a ton of money on education, a college education, and they don't even have a job lined up. And if they get a job, they'll be lucky to make $36,000 a year. Lucky if they make that kind of money. And, and I told my wife, I said, we are so incredibly blessed. I thank God for the car business because it has set us free financially. And quite frankly, I can say this beyond a shadow of a doubt. A lot of the people that make the comments about the hours and it's too much work, and on and on and on. They just really don't grasp the Napoleon Hill 17 Principles of Success. Because when you really understand what Dr. Hill is talking about, when you read his writings and you listen to the things that he says and, and, and being able to um, become him be my mentor, it goes hand in hand with what the car business talks about because it's about serving others, going the extra mile, putting in the extra hours. You, you know in his writings, he talks about example after example after example 
of men and women going the extra mile, putting in the extra time, doing things extra so that they could move up, so that they could get the, the money that they needed or that they wanted to be financially free. Nothing is for free. It all comes with a price. And that's what Dr. Hill teaches in his writings. And that's why I'm such an advocate of the things he teaches. And my book is, when you read my book, the last chapter, I, I wrap everything up and I talk about how you know, the 17 principles of success are used in every facet of my path to the sale. So all of my training that I teach, all of it, no matter when you get to the end of the book, you will see how I take every principle and show you how you use it to become financially free within the automotive industry, selling cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. That's what the book is all about. And that's why um, I do an easy tip of the day in the first three weeks that I did it, it was all about the 17 principles of success. If you go to if you go to YouTube and you type in easy tip of the day, you're going to get the first seven, uh, I think 20 days is Dr. Hill's principles, just one right after another because that's the foundation. Well, once you understand that, then not only can you be incredibly successful in the car business, but you can be incredibly successful in, in life. And that's that's really what it is all about. And that's what the easiest job in the world is all about. It truly is easy. And, and I, I, I want to say this to everybody out there listening. Don't be dismayed. The car business really is easy. If you will go into your local dealership, and in my book I teach you exactly how the interview is going to go. I, I give you the questions, the guys, the guy or the girls that I ask you, and then I give you the answers, uh, what they're going to ask. I've been around the business so long now. I've interviewed thousands of people. I know exactly what questions they're going to ask you, and I give you the answers that you can respond. I'm telling you beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you follow the, 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 the teachings in the book and the things that I lay out, you'll get the job. And when you get the job, if you'll take the book and you follow the path and you really put into, put into, uh, into action the things that I teach, and you will go out there and follow the principles that are laid out in the book. And I have to, oh, I owe a lot to them. i got to tell you, Tom, I owe a lot of them to Dr. Hill. But if you follow those principles, you will be a huge success. I've, I've trained thousands of people in this business, and I've got so many people that are working in the industry right now making thousands and thousands of dollars. If you follow these principles, they work, and they will work for you. I'm telling you, folks, this is the real deal. And most people don't even know about it. And there's 30 dealerships downtown right in, your, right in your vicinity. And they are looking for you. And they will train you. And they will teach you. They want you as bad as you want them. They're begging for good people. They're begging for guys and gals that want to come in and just rise above and become the cream of the crop. So that's really what the book is in a nutshell. And, uh, Oh, man, I'm just I'm fired up about it. I, now, I just, I'm going to put I, you on the spot here. I'm going to put go you ahead. on the spot, and it's going to be hard for you to say no. First of all, everybody, worldseasiestjob.com. And nobody needs help spelling worldseasiestjob.com, hopefully. But look it up, spell it however you want. You're going to get to it eventually. So uh, can I have that 
$199 course with the workbook and the book and the DVD and the pen. Absolutely, Tom. For you, you got it. It's coming nice. to you. And, you got it. And, and let me tell you, that $99, and this is, this is, you can check me out. If you go to buy a course from Anthony Robbins, Ooh. or you go, buy, you go buy a course from Brian Tracy, because I have them all, I want you to know. Go buy a course from Zig Ziglar because I have his. Go yeah. buy a course from Grant Cardone, Joe Verde. You pick whatever trainer you want to pick. Now, I realize I don't have the status that those gentlemen have, and I, and I understand that, and I say that with all humility. I just want folks to know that for only $99, because these other gentlemen, they're charging thousands, thousands of dollars. But for $99, you're going to get the book. You're going to get a companion workbook. And I, I call it a workbook, but people are scared of work so often. So really it's more of an action plan book that goes hand-in-hand with the book so that you can put an action plan together because we know there's a whole section of my book about goal setting, Tom. How important is it to have a definite chief aim? The most important. It's the most important thing. So I teach you how to goal set, and it's it's strictly from Dr. Hill's goal setting. It's not anything I've come up with. I'm no, I'm no nothing special. Dr. Hill laid it out for us. How do you set a goal and how do you achieve the goal? It's in there exactly the way he would present it in any of his writings. So I teach you how to goal set and how you go out there and you're able to hit the numbers based on principles that have been founded in, since the beginning of you know, self-help since it started. Um, yeah. Since back in the days of Solomon, when he said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, so, yeah. yeah, so the, these are principles that are founded, they're true, they're doctrinal, and you can take these principles and you can achieve. So the book lays all that out for you, along with an action plan, along with step-by-steps on how you can achieve those things and what you need to think about it and do. And then I have taken four hours four DVDs that you can watch, and I give you exactly, exactly how the process works, exactly how to sell a car. The same training that my teams have watched for years and years and years. We're talking 20-plus years now. I cut these DVDs exclusively and specifically so that people can go out, they get hand-on-hand training of face-to-face with me, stop the tape, stop the DVD, take notes, the whole nine yards, and they can go out and be ultra, ultra successful. And, of course, you mentioned the pen. I got a pen that says easy right on it. It's the only tool you'll ever need in the car business. You don't have to go buy inventory. You don't have to go buy office space. You don't have to go rent advertising. You don't have to do that. All you need is a pen for when you talk to customers, write their name down, and then give them a call. It's just that simple. And I give the pen for free. I just throw it in with the with the book and the workbook and the four hours of DVD training. And, Tom, I can tell you, $99 is a steal. And, and I'm not sitting here saying that because I'm trying to pitch it. I'm just saying go try to buy any type of program like this that can change your life, that can get you financially free and pay under 100 bucks for it. It will never happen. So people ask me, Paul, why are you selling it so cheap? I can tell you why I'm selling it so cheap because it's not just about the money for me. I want everybody, everybody, to have the same opportunity that I had 24 years ago. And, Tom, I can tell you, it's just inc- I'm so incredibly blessed, man. My family has been so blessed because of the car business. 
And I, I just, I can't implore people enough. Walk into the dealership. They're begging for you to come in there. You can do it. You can make it happen. What the mind of man or woman can conceive and believe, the mind of man or woman can achieve. And it's right there at your doorstep. Thousands upon thousands of dollars, people are making money every day selling cars. It's the greatest industry in the world, and it's sweeping the country right now. We're having one of the best, uh, best of times in the car business right now. We're selling more cars. Look at what the reports are saying. 16 million seasonally adjusted annual rate. 16 million cars. They're projecting that to go up to 17 million. The, the, the supply and demand is huge. Right now, China, India, people are coming on the stage that have never bought cars before. The, the market is growing. The economy is growing. The car business is fertile, and all you have to do is learn just a few small things, and you can be ultra-successful. That's what the easiest job in the world is all about, and that's why I love the car business, and that's why I just want everybody to have the same type of opportunities that I have had. Wow, and, uh, wow, wow. It's, it's now, how can study. I sell this program? I want to sell this program. You've got to build an affiliate program, or you've got to have something in Canada, because well, for 99 bucks to get a career instead of a four- or five-year degree and... The guy, one of the top, or the top guy at Oakville Honda, he makes more money than a doctor, and he is English. He can't write English very well. He's I mean, from, think about, uh, from Vietnam. Uh, and think about that, Tom. Think <laughs> yeah. about the gravity of what you just said. You have a gentleman there who doesn't hardly speak English. He's living in Canada. He can hardly write English. Think about this, what you just stated. Folks, get a hold of what Tom just said. This is what the easiest job in the world is all about. Tom is telling you. He's backing up exactly what I'm saying. And you're saying, Tom, that this man is making more than doctors and lawyers? Exactly. And his English is not perfect. <laughs> what, what, what more needs to be said? This is the opportunity. And it is for everyone. It doesn't matter. I always say the car business does not discriminate doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what your gender is. Listen, it does not matter. What matters is is that you want to win and that you're tired of mediocrity and that you're tired of, of being pushed down and kept down. That's what this business holds for you. And I'm never going to apologize for my passion, Tom, because I'm telling you, this business, it's given me everything I have, and I thank God for it. I thank his son because obviously it all starts with his son. Uh, with Jesus coming and, and giving us all the opportunity to be successful. But I want you to know that we Amen. owe a lot. We owe, we owe a lot to this. I owe almost everything I own to this industry because the houses that I own, the cars that I own, the, the different places and charities I've been able to bless, it's because of the easiest job in the world. And, Tom, I, I just want everybody to find out about this industry. I want everybody to really understand it's for them, they can do it, and, man, it's right down the street. They're waiting for you. All you have to do is walk in. And in most places, they'll pay the train. They'll pay you while they're training you. Isn't that exactly. awesome? Amazing, so, amazing, yeah. It's, it is amazing. It's just fantastic. So and as you I, said, I they're waiting for you. Like, we're, we're, we're always looking. If someone comes in the door with a positive attitude and any sense of, personality and sales skill, they are going to get a chance. 
they will get a chance. And even if their English isn't perfect. <laughs> and so, perfect. So, worldseasiestjob.com. And I'm going to get the system for free, but you got to figure out how I can sell this sucker because 99 <laughs> bucks for a career, uh, people are paying 500 thousands of dollars to join a network marketing industry uh, uh, without getting the results, perhaps that a, a career will give them. 99 bucks, like please, you can't afford to go to college or university, but you want to make more than them or your local doctor. Uh, find $99. It's not hard. And, and and I want to say, Tom, I, I just want to say, it sounds too good to be true. Don't. It's not. And and I want everyone to know, I have a chapter in my book called The Work, because there is work that has to be done. You can't just walk in and it just fall into your lap. But the work is minute. And when you look at my hands, I haven't been out digging ditches. I don't have a bunch of blisters on my fingers. I'm, I'm not having to break a sweat when I go out there. This is why it's the easiest job in the world. Now, there is work involved, and you do have to market. You do have to go out and talk to folks. But what I just want people to understand is it is so easy, and everybody wants a newer car. Everybody does. And I tell you, the whole world now is becoming wide open. So what could that do? Get your... Open your vision up. Could you go to China and sell cars? Brazil right now is booming. It's booming in Brazil. Europe is just coming out of recession. The things that Fiat is doing right this now. This is what I told my Europe. wife. I said, you know, maybe we want to go somewhere warm or nice or get away from exactly. the Ontario winters. Let's go somewhere. You can always sell or market cars. They're everywhere. Well, it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because think about this. We're, we're confident in Honda. We live in, in the North America. North America is all about Hondas and Toyotas and, and, and the imports. But we know over in China right now the number one selling vehicle, Buick. Who would have thought? Buick is number one in China. So these things, the, the openings and the opportunities are like none other. And, boy, it's just, you, we could sit here and just talk about it all day because it's so, it's so intriguing and exciting. But the opportunities are endless, and that's what I love about this industry. That's what I love about the easiest job in the world. So you asked me in the beginning, you said, is it possible for someone to be Joe Girard in this day and age? And my answer, in short, is absolutely yes. Whatever you can think and dream up, you can achieve it in this industry. If you just study, get some good training, mentor, get out there and follow the 17 principles, you can absolutely achieve anything you put your heart and mind to. I love it. And one more, maybe just, maybe one or two more. We could go on forever, I think, just you and I talking. But anybody who, put, anybody who, anybody who puts in their bio that they've been married, that same woman, for 26 years, and you and I know you don't have to read more than one of Napoleon Hill's books to know that he he often referred to the greatest mastermind between husband and wife. And you can't live 26 years with someone and be married uh, and be 24 years in that business that you're in without having uh, your wife as a mastermind partner, I imagine. She, you know, what, what more can I say? You know, my wife is, she's everything to me. And without her, I, you know, obviously I wouldn't be where I am today. She has uh, been by my side and uh, just supported me throughout 
my career and through my journey, and uh, and I, I can't tell you how much I love her and appreciate her. And, and let's face it, the sacrifices I've made, she's made double because she's had to not only be the mom when I was here working, not only take care of certain issues at the home when I was here working, but she had to support me. And that, I always say I'm a high-maintenance guy. Thank God i got a, a woman that can put up with a high-maintenance man. Um, my wife is just an incredible woman, and it's so it's so awesome to think. You know, Tom, we say you know, we've been married since 1988, but I actually met her uh, when she was a senior in high school. I was a freshman in high school, and uh, I was 15 at the time when I met her. And uh, so we, um, we dated for five years prior to getting married. So think about that. We've been married since 1988, 26 years. We've actually been together for over 30 years. And uh, she's been just been an angel. She's a godsend. She's uh, a vibrant, just active Christian woman. And, um, you know, I just have to say I, I, can't, uh, I can't give her enough praise and enough credit for everything that we have, and I, I love her with all my heart. Amen. So thank Amen. you for bringing that up. I, I appreciate that. She's, uh, she's an incredible woman. She really is. Now, we talked earlier about the number one principle, and you're taking the course. So you know number one of the 17 is definiteness of purpose. Now, at some point when you went to get the job, you didn't, your wife and you didn't sit down and say, okay, my definite purpose is to sell cars for 24 years. But sometime along the way, you must have figured out um, and also, uh, what I've learned is not just your purpose, what you think, but what is your God-given purpose? Why are you here on this earth? When did you discover that? How long was it into it? And how has that made your life so much easier as far as what you know you can think and focus on and all the things that it means that you got to push to the side because you have that purpose? Well, I, I met Dr. Hill. I, I, I tell this story to everyone. I met Dr. Hill in the early 1990s, and um, I was going through a few things, and uh, I met him because someone had presented me Think and Grow Rich, and I started reading his book. Well, then once I read that book and read it again and then read it again, and then I read, then I got The Laws of Success, and I read all those books and, and The Master Key to Riches and some of the different books that he had written, and obviously with W. Clement Stone, um, success to a positive mental, all those things started teaching me how important definiteness of purpose was. And I can tell you, when I first started the business, I didn't really have a grasp on definiteness of purpose. But what I've come to find out through his teachings and through studying of the Bible and different, different things that I've studied and learned through leadership and management courses through the years and dealing with thousands of different people is this, is that you have to decide what it is you really truly want with your life and you have to make that decision if you don't make that decision and all you do is drift then you are going to struggle your entire life what it doesn't really matter what if you want to talk spiritually emotionally mentally physically all of those things financially you will struggle you've got to figure out what it is you want to do and then go do it with all your heart soul body strength and mind you know, the number one commandment, they asked Jesus, they said, what was the number one, what's the number one commandment? And what did he say? To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, body, mind. That's what your number one goal is. That's your definite purpose while you're here on the earth. So you take that principle 
And if that's what the Bible says to do, you love the Lord God with all your heart, all your strength, all your might, and you do that, then you apply that same principle to whatever it is that you're going through in life. You know, Solomon said it so well. Go out there and do it with all your might. Do it with everything you have within you. And if you approach life like that, then you will not fail. You cannot fail. So whatever it is your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And if you do that, you're going to be successful. Whether you're in the easiest job in the world or whether you're a speaker, presenter, or whether you're in a network marketing group or whether you're in the medical profession, whatever it is, that's always been my thought process and that's always what I learned from Dr. Hill the definite of purpose, that's the way I've always applied it, and I've always went back to the number one law, and that is taking that law to love the Lord with all your spirit, all your heart, all your mind, and then taking what Solomon says about doing whatever your hand finds to do with all your might and applying it, like Dr. Hill said, to definite of purpose. So that's how I've applied it in my life, and that's what anything I've ever done, that was how I've done it and approached it. Um, I guess you could say I'm an A-type personality because I just get after it. But that's just how I've been and how I've taught myself to be and just how I've always been, Thomas, been within, within me. So um, some people may say that's a fault, that you just go after something so hard. I think it's a, a real blessing to be that way and to, to be hungry and go after the things that you really want out of life. Amen. And uh, four out of ten people in the world live on less than $2 a day. We're blessed to live in a first-world North American country. And some people, maybe Christians sometimes more, uh, will think, well, I don't want to be so outwardly aggressive about earning money. But God gave us skills, talents, and abilities. He let us live in North America, and we should earn as much as we can so that we can give away as much as we can and if we don't we're kind of mocking god he put us in north america and he gave us skills talents abilities and opportunities and if we sit and watch 30 hours of television a week we're a little bit thumbing our nose at God. And so get out there, find your God-given purpose, work like mad at it. It won't seem like work. Earn as much as you can, and then give and serve and bless others with it. And uh, you will uh, get that well done, good and faithful servant once you get up there to see him in person. Amen. Thanks so much, uh, Paul, for your time. We could go on for hours and hours, I know. And so, again, I love the title of the book, The World's Easiest Job. And then the website is even easier because you don't even have to remember the word the. Just put worldseasiestjob.com. And for 99 bucks, you can earn more than a doctor or lawyer and probably even work less hours than them with less stress so worldseasiestjob.com and I'll be looking for my package coming soon it'll be in the mail to, it'll be in the mail tomorrow it's coming to you Amen. Tom thank you and thank you and let me just say briefly because I know we're short on time let me just say thank you for what you're doing and thank you for just the, the ministry that you have and I don't know if you would call it a ministry but in my mind 
I see you as just ministering to me and to thousands of other people, and I'm just so proud to be affiliated with you in any way, shape, or form that I can be. Um, I tell you what, I'm so thankful for you, and I appreciate you giving me this time. And uh, just man, God bless you so much, and God bless your family and everything that you you set your hand to do. I pray that you will just find favor. Thank you so much, Paul, and you find a way for me to sell this course in Canada because a lot of people need it, and I can change a lot of lives for 99 bucks. Have yourself an amazing day, and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the leader certification trip later this year. Yep, I'll be there. God bless you. Take care.